Meg Burridge here, your host of the Kajabiverse podcast and also a Kajabi coach and launch strategist who combines her love of all things Kajabi and digital marketing with family and adventure. I'm an Aussie mum to three young kids, married to a Dutchman and currently living on Anguilla in the Caribbean. I leap out of bed every morning to help others achieve the online success, freedom and flexibility that I am so grateful to have in my own life. In this podcast, we look deep beneath the surface at how some of the most successful Kajabi heroes, the superheroes, if you will, are generating six and seven figures annually and how their strategies can be applied within your online business. This is the Kajabiverse podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kajabiverse podcast, where today I am joined by Jennifer Lena, who is a digital marketing and systems strategist. Now, Jen shows entrepreneurs how to build an audience and monetize their expertise using social media, digital tools, and strategic outsourcing. She creates online courses and trainings, and her favorite place to hang out is her private mastermind, The Front Row VIP. Jen lives in Shaker Heights, Ohio, which I believe also gets cold there. (laughs) And today we have the pleasure of talking to her all about evergreen webinars and how she uses them so successfully as a strategy to enroll into her signature course, The Front Row CEO. Hello, Jen. Hey, Meg. It's so great to be here. Oh, thank you for squeezing me into your calendar. You are one popular lady. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know where on the US map Shaker Heights, Ohio is, but what puts Shaker Heights, Ohio on the map other than Jen Lena lives there? Oh, that's a good question and fun to talk about because Paul Newman arguably the hottest man of all time. Come on. He is like so beautiful and such a good actor. He's from here. And then also that there was a very popular book and Netflix series recently called Little Fires Everywhere. Mm -hmm. That story, although it was fictional, like took place on my street. So like there's a house that burns down and that. And then the third thing I would say about Shaker Heights is that there used to be this religious group. Really, I think they were more of a cult called the Shakers. They shake. They shake when they pray. And this was a long time ago. But what's hilarious is they definitely weren't marketers or like, you know, business people because one of their tenets was that you couldn't have sex. And so guess what happened to the shakers? Like they died out. They went into extinction, right? It's like, come on, this is a bad plan. You know, you got to grow your list. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad I added this question in. (laughs) I've, I've learned a whole backstory on Shaker Heights. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Who knew? All right. Now, I have brought you in here today to talk all about your evergreen webinar and how you're using that as a funnel into your Front Row CEO program. But for people who are thinking, what is Front Row CEO? Could you maybe tell us just in a in a nutshell who it is that you help, Jen? I help busy entrepreneurs, typically solopreneurs, who are doing everything in their business and they need to find what I call their perfect match virtual assistant. So uh, they start with a general, really excellent general virtual assistant so that they could spend more time working on their business and not in their business on all those tasks we all know that really bog us down uh, on any given work day. I've just watched your wonderful evergreen webinar and there were so many good points in there about all the things I do in my business as the CEO that I shouldn't actually be doing. And I'm sure that plenty of people who are listening to this are saying, yes, me too. 
Yeah, it's just so common. And and I run into so many CEOs who actually don't identify as CEOs. They don't feel like CEOs, right? You know, I always say like, if you're doing admin work in your business most of the time, then you're an admin person. You're an administrative assistant. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to be. But if we're striving to be CEOs, like the real visionaries in our business, we have to at some point face the music and just say, am I serious about this? And if if I am, then I'm going to have to make the difficult decision because it is not easy. It's a very big kind of uncomfortable step. Lots of people have tried and failed. And and that's the other thing. I think there's a lot of people who have heard about virtual assistants and they take a stab at it and they really don't have a good experience. And then they think, God, I just wasted so much time and money. You know, I might as well do it myself. And some people try two, three times. They really give it their best go. And that's just because they aren't using the right system Mm -hmm. to do it. And it's really not that hard. It's just about learning how to do it, basically, like anything else. You just got to learn how to do it right. Yeah. And I'm guessing this is a, a system that you created through your own need, however many years ago. When, yeah. <laughs> you would be right. Yep, exactly. And I continue to perfect the system and change it and tweak it as things change in the world and uh, as things change in, in the market. But yes, it, the system was created out of that. And also in knowing how I am, And not everybody is like this, but I personally, when I work with someone, I don't want someone who is going to hammer me with questions all day long, Mm. not even at the very beginning. I just don't operate well like that. I think I am ADHD, so it derails me quite a bit to be interrupted, Mm. and I need to have that good focus time, that uninterrupted time. And if I have someone that's continuing to like, what's the word, proverbially knock on my door, that's not the right word. Badger? Yeah. Badger me, pester me, whatever. I can't do it. That's number one. Number two, I'm so busy. I do not have time to take two and three hours to go through any process, Mm -hmm. really. like I need to focus on my work, my clients and sales and that sort of thing. So I knew all of the people who are in the same boat as I am, they're the same. They don't have several hours every day to, to dedicate to this. So the challenge in creating the program for me was like, okay, how can I make this so simple so color by number, so connect the dots, like a recipe on a box of cake, that it's that simple. And that's what I ended up creating. I'm very proud of it. And that is the feedback that I get from the people on the other end is the promise is, you know, by the end of this program, you will have your perfect match virtual assistant and they will already be implementing the first most important systems in your business. And really you just cut and paste as much as it possibly can be. It's not without work and effort. I will tell you that. I mean, it, it's, you still have to do the work. Yeah. And there's that option for people. And then the other option we all have is to go to an agency and have them match us with someone. And I've seen both scenarios. And in fact, we have offered the second scenario and we still do from time to time. But overall, I really believe in learning how to do it yourself because it empowers you. And it's the whole like teach a man to fish sort of scenario, because once you learn the system, it's a matter of just turning it back on again. And even better, having your perfect match VA that you hire, use that system every time you need to add someone new or bring in a specialist like a copywriter or a video editor or whatever, you don't have to do it again. That's the beauty of it. That was a much longer answer than what you were looking for, Meg. So I am very sorry, but you got me going. (laughs) It's good for people to understand the program, though, because it it helps them understand why you're using an evergreen webinar to enroll into it. The program itself, how long does it run for if somebody enrolls in it? 
So the live program, and this is part of the evolution of moving to Evergreen, okay? So the live program used to be six weeks, and we built into that two implementation weeks, which we found people really appreciated. The other challenge that helps you with as the business owner is that if you offer a payment plan and the payments keep going long after the program has finished, it's not a good thing. Psychologically, people don't like that. And then you'll start getting missed payments and that sort of thing. Also, it helps you sort of run out the refund period of 30 days. It helps you to extend a little bit beyond that. But also what we found is that people really appreciated those two weeks that we stick in to sort of catch up because inevitably people will fall behind. People really like that feature. So we still live launch this two to three times a year. The Evergreen came in and the biggest challenge was And honestly, I thought about Evergreen for such a long time, but I just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that it's a $2,000 program. And I don't think with a $2,000 product, people want more than videos. People want an experience and they want access to you, the expert, right? And they want support and they should get support. Now, how was I going to do that? Because this six-week program came with four, we call them board meetings, these support calls, a live Facebook group and uh, where they could ask questions. And that lasted over the course of six weeks. How am I going to evergreen this? Do I do a self-study version and take out the live support? Like, what am I going to do? So we had the idea and this worked well that, and boy, I mean, it hurt my brain to do this, but thank goodness I had help. So as a team, you know, we, we all sat down and finally mapped it out. And that is, we do these calls for years. I've had live strategy calls for my membership site, Front Row VIP, two Tuesdays a month. And they're either at noon or they're at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So what we decided to do was, all right, we're just going to one hour before those calls will always be like a running calendar of CEO calls, okay? When they come into the Evergreen, they still only get four calls. And we call it a four-week program now, right? We don't have the implementation week. And we don't have a three-payment plan system for Evergreen. We have two payments, okay? So when they join from that point, they actually get four calls. They get four calls. Wherever they join in the funnel, there will always be a call on the next Tuesday. And because those calls are not structured in any way other than we ask people to submit their questions in advance. We put the question on a slide. I do some research in advance so I can show up well-prepared and give them a thoughtful answer. It's So it's Q&A, right? So I just show up. And so that really solved that problem. And then we also still bring them into the Facebook group, but after four weeks, they're removed. And you know, my team takes care of keeping up with all that because that is quite complicated. We've automated things to a certain degree. Yeah, it works really well. And then we can upsell to those people after they leave the program and say, great. Now, if you'd like to continue forward and have ongoing support, we're going to invite you into extended front row CEO. So it's $97 a month. Plus we give them a bonus where they have access to my membership site which is a marketing business development site, which by itself is $97 a month. So everybody who's in there is already paying $97 a month, but you get, so it's a twofer. So it's quite a good value and they can, you know, they can go on a month to month basis. We don't, they don't have to commit, but it's just, if they haven't yet hired Mm -hmm. their VA, they get a little more support. Or if they have hired their VA, then 
I can then help them develop their day-to-day stuff, their daily tasks, their systems, answering management questions, that sort of thing. So the people who are going through the live launches, when you do that a couple of times a year, they get six calls plus the two implementation weeks. It's the same amount. The only difference is it's the same amount. And I don't know, did we do the implementation weeks this time? I honestly can't remember in the live launch this last time if we did the implementation weeks or if we kept them at four weeks. Because I'm just thinking you have this crossover, right? You've got evergreen happening all year round and people coming through with their four calls. And then a couple of times a year, you've got the live calls happening. At that crossover point, do you have people from evergreen and live on the same call? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's awesome because the evergreen people are like, wow, where did all these people come from? Yeah. (laughs) Right. They've had like, you know, calls with just a few people and then they go in and there's, you know, you have to like turn the pages on the Zoom screen, you know, to see all the people. Both programs are now four weeks. We did away with the implementation week, unfortunately, but we, I think, I'm so sorry, Meg. Why can I not remember this? Um, this last launch. It's okay. We've got a lot going on as CEOs. Yeah. And, but the last launch was the first time that we did our live launch after Evergreen. It had been going. And so mm-hmm. it was a lot for us to sort of figure out. But it ended up being, oh, they get kind of one extra call. So on the live call, because we closed cart on a Tuesday, we invite them to join our welcome call on Wednesday, because there's a lot of energy. And so it's just like, hey, and then I just talk about the expectations, what they should expect from the course and, you know, housekeeping and just sort of logistical stuff on that first welcome call, which works out great. And then we don't invite our evergreen people to that call. Yep. Got it. And is it the same price point on live and evergreen? Yep. Okay. The only thing that changes is whatever bonuses or special, we might decide to add, you know, when we're live launching, we might decide to add a discount or extra bonus or something that maybe, you know, isn't offered on Evergreen. It's one of the things I find my students struggle with, you know, when they, if, if they've been live launching a program and then they go to offer an Evergreen version, they really struggle with asking the same amount of money on an Evergreen version. But I think if they've you know, if they can still attend those live Q&A calls, then for me, it's the same amount of value, even though they didn't go through that big, busy live launch process. A thousand percent. I mean, I I am totally fine offering it exactly the same price because I am giving a hundred percent the same amount of support. They are getting the exact same program. And most importantly, they are getting the exact same result. You know, so the value is the value. Like what is the value to you of having someone in your business who can take away all the work that you hate to do. (laughs) It's worth a lot, right? And so it's still worth the same amount of money. Once I realized that I was going to give them, we did do a downsell recently. I don't know if I'll do that again. We did a downsell. We did it too late is the thing. So we offered a self-study version, a stripped down version of the program with no support, no nothing to people who were active in our launch. We didn't send it to our whole list, just people who are active in our launch. That didn't do great. And I think it proves the point that it really isn't always the dollar amount. It is really about support. Like people want support because there's no shortage of information in the world. Do you know what I mean? We have no shortage of of videos and tutorials that if you're just a little bit resourceful, you can find what you need. 
I don't know, maybe I'll do it one more time after the next launch, the next live launch and do it right away, like the week after cart close. But we waited a few months and people at that point might've been like, yeah, Jen Lane or who, what, you know, what are you talking about? I understand. Now, a lot of people would be listening to this thinking that the evergreen model sounds great, you know, because they want to go to bed and wake up to sales and not have to go through busy live launches. But I'm guessing that, you know, it was quite a while in your business of running live launches before you switched to evergreen. Oh, yes. I think we live launched for three years before we evergreen. And we are still in the trial mode. I mean, we're like seven months into it and the results are good. They're promising. There's still more we need to do. And it really, truly is the most, like a squeal. I'll be like, I was on vacation. It was that textbook sort of like picture that every marketer and online marketing paints for you to say like, oh, you're on the beach and then you're making sales. That really did happen to me, you know, when we were first starting this evergreen and I was just beside myself. I was just like, this is what I've been working so hard for for so long. Like this is what it's all about. But with a little asterisk, it takes a bit of courage and faith and hard work because it's not magic. Like you have to put I mean, in my case anyway, I have to put ad dollars, ad revenue behind these ads and that goes up. Those prices go way up. They go way down. Sometimes it's working well. Sometimes it's not. It's So that means I also have to have a Facebook ads expert on my payroll who is doing that on a monthly basis. That's very expensive. And then not to mention what it took to get to even where we are right now, the hours of building that funnel and and still building it. Like we're adding layers, all sorts of stuff. We're just now finishing out another top of the funnel piece, a quiz. So we're going to build that in and it is a ton of work and that's not steady. You're not getting, at least I'm not at the point now where I'm getting multiple sales a day. I'm not Amy Porterfield, but one day. Have you got a word of caution for those people who are sort of thinking, oh, I'm just going to jump straight to an evergreen model and bypass the live launching? Oh, no, no, no. You have to have proof of concept. You have to have proof that your offer even converts. And you really, I think, need to do it multiple times. So we did you know, a very proper first time the program ran live. It was a beta launch. It was very inexpensive. It was $4.97. And then after that, we went to 997 and then we launched again and we went to 2000. And I always knew I was going to top out at 2000. We launched multiple, multiple times. We did deep dive debriefs uh, at the end. You know, like we, we really tried to do everything right as much as we could, like textbook, not skipping any steps, but bare minimum, like you really need to make sure I don't know if all evergreen funnels have a masterclass or a webinar, The most of the ones that I see do. So even after your live launch and you're successful with that, you need to test out your recorded webinar before you ever do a big full-on, like before you build out that whole shebang and all of that, it's like, test that. We did that with, how many did we send it to? I think we sent our first recorded webinar with a very simple funnel to 5,000 people on our list. So that's a small portion of our list uh, just to see like, is it going to convert? How much of it are they going to watch? Are they going to leave after two minutes? And all the webinar software now gives you such good analytics. They need to give us more, but 
but they do give us good analytics. And so you can see all of that. And then, then it's time, you know, then it's time, but you have to make sure that your offer converts live and then that your recorded webinar also converts. And what is the typical flow of somebody into your world, Jen, if they're going to watch the Evergreen webinar? Do they, do they see an ad? Yeah, it's kind of unconventional. And in fact, I had someone tell me who is a competitor, but also a friend, like we sort of teach the same thing. And he was like, oh, you can't run a Facebook ad to a PDF and then sell them a $2,000 program. And I was like, but that's what exactly what I do. I mean, and so that is unusual. Um, I guess the good thing is I didn't know that necessarily. And the person that I was working with, who was more of a funnel expert than I am, she didn't seemed concerned about it. So basically they come into my world through the usual channels, whether it's my podcast or a YouTube channel or my blog, or, you know, I've got all the channels. They'll see a piece of content and they'll come in that way. Our major freebies are, we have a a task list that is 160 tasks that you can hand over to your VA. That is a PDF that it's unbelievable every time we use that to launch. That is our best lead magnet. So we have paid as little as 75 cents per lead with this lead magnet, as much as a buck 75 per lead. That's about as high as it's ever gotten. And we've seen so many people have copied this lead magnet, by the way. It's a little bit annoying, but but they'll change it to 240 tasks you can outsource to your VA or whatever. It's just the world we live in in our industry, this happens and you just put your blinders on and you just stay focused and you keep your eyes on your own page and you don't get too upset about it, or at least that's the pep talk I try to give myself. And so people will opt in for that task list. And then on the thank you page, we invite them into our pop-up group. Okay. So we do have a pop-up group during our live launch. They will get invited to that pop-up group in Evergreen as well. We've decided just to keep building that pop-up group. And I have to be better about going in there and like live streaming every so often. But then for Evergreen on the thank you page, we invite them to watch the webinar right away. And so they can schedule it or they can also watch it immediately if they want to, because we know our webinar converts. So we just have to get people in front of the webinar. And then from the webinar, they will either buy or they won't, but then there's a strong nurture sequence that happens. So they'll either buy straight from the webinar or they will and we do put some scarcity in there. We do use deadline funnel. We're able to make it be real scarcity in that even though you can buy it at any time, the bonuses that we offer do disappear. Because, you know, I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about the scarcity thing when really they could find it and purchase it. But if you can say, make sure the wording in your emails and such say, this offer goes away because the offer itself will go away. The program's not going to go away. You know what I mean? Little loophole there. That's how they enter. And then we take them directly to the product. So you don't run any ads to the webinar itself? Oh, yes, we did. So we just started doing that, believe it or not. We run ads to the webinar. We run ads to the freebie. And we run ads to an ebook, a very, very, basically our ebook is the webinar and, and many other things. It's like, 55 pages. Okay. It's a serious ebook and they can purchase from the ebook as well. So we run ads to that, the task lists and the webinar. The webinar ads were still very hot, way more expensive. And right now it doesn't seem to, they just don't seem to be converting like our PDF, but I'll update you on that 
later. Oh, I'm very jealous at anything under $2, Jen, because, you know, my ad specialist sent me a message today saying, leads are holding steady at $9. I was like, $9? That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's painful. Oh, it's painful. And I'm just so sick, honestly, of giving Facebook my money. But whatever, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing about this PDF and, you know, knock on wood that it keeps working, but the people, and we know this because when they come into the to the pop-up group, we ask the three questions, right? So we ask, have you ever tried to hire a VA before? If yes, what was your experience? What do you hope to learn from this group? And I don't know, maybe tell me about your business or something, or maybe we ask for their email address, but we get those questions. Then those go into a spreadsheet automatically. And I look at that spreadsheet and I am blown away. I'm like, honestly, the biggest frustration for me is that, so this lead magnet is really pulling in my perfect people. I can tell they are the people who need my course, that they have, they are people who have the means to purchase my course, meaning they're not brand new people thinking of starting a business. Like they have businesses, they are professional service providers, lawyers, doctors, architects, but they're also, you know, people in the online world. They are my people. They are perfect. And then they tell me exactly what they need and what their pain points are. And I've got this beautiful spreadsheet that is worth its weight in gold. But then it's like, I want to talk to every one of those people individually. I want to, and I believe me, I try. I always try to like really hone in on the right people. I will send them personal loom videos, having looked at their business and saying, Hey, you know, I think a VA can help you to do these tasks in your business. We were using a third party tool. It's a CRM for Facebook Mm -hmm. and you can move them through communication and send them like these little blurbs that are pre-written and you could customize them. It did a million different things, but that was a little more labor intensive as much as it was automated than I could keep up with. And it made me nervous because I just wasn't convinced it wasn't against Facebook's terms and conditions. And like the worst thing that can happen to you when you have an evergreen course or a course at all is to get banned from Facebook and you're running Facebook ads, right? So you have to be super, super careful. And then the other thing, I have a plugin for Gmail that I highly recommend called Streak. It's a free plugin. I think we probably pay for it now, but the free version was fine for a long time. It's a CRM that integrates with your Gmail and it's fantastic. And so I really only ever use it in the live launch, but it allows you to do like mail merges. And so we could take the questions that they put into that form in the group that says like, I've hired a VA before, but they ghosted me and the work wasn't good. I hope to learn in this group how to be less of a control freak. Okay. So then I've created a template in streak that says, Hey Meg, so glad to see that you joined our group. You mentioned that. And then from the spreadsheet, it will pull in. You hired a VA before, but they blah, blah, blah. Next paragraph. Since you said you wanted to learn blah, 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 blah. I just wanted to assure you that that, you know, that we're absolutely going to cover that. If you have any questions, oh, and then I do something really personal in the PS. Problem is, this is also labor intensive because we take what they put in those fields in the Facebook group, and then we have to change the language manually so it fits into that document. But it's just like one sort of extra step other people probably aren't doing. 
that makes a difference. The other thing is when you do this from Gmail as opposed to ConvertKit or whatever else or Kajabi, it looks different. And like you can't do this in mass, like it's that would be illegal, right? So we only are doing a few of these at a time, but then we ask for a reply on those. So we get a lot of replies. So then, of course, we show up in their inbox and not in the promotions folder or God forbid, the spam folder. So it helps with that as well. But again, it takes time. My team, the last time we launched, they did a lot of this, but it's still required me to just do a once over because it's coming from my email, my personal email account, in fact. No, 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 it came from my business email, but still. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful, the idea that we're going to automate our whole business. But when you do take time to do those little manual activities, even though, you know, to sit down and do a lot of them during a launch could take you a couple of hours. It's amazing how it can turn the dial on your results Mm -hmm. just to put in a little bit of extra manual effort. It Totally. And the best thing that I did the last couple of launches was, I, I think that when you really believe in what you're selling, It's much easier to sell it, to really sell it and not feel icky about selling because everybody always does feel kind of weird about it, right? And so I just decided like, you know what? This program changes lives. Why am I, what am I holding back? So I got in front of my dry erase board in my office. My hair was all, you know, jacked and in a ponytail. And, you know, I had that launch look, haggard, totally exhausted. I get in front of the whiteboard and I was like, look. You've been with me all week. We've talked about all these things. And if you haven't joined by now, I guarantee you, I know why. And so I, on the whiteboard, I had all of their objections. I was like, you can't afford it. You don't have time. Blah, 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 blah. Like whatever the things. And I went through everything, like really just from my heart, sincerely, I gave up my all. I'm like, it's going to be a hard push, not a hard sell, but like, listen, you can do this. It is time. You are ready. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of that, that is my highest converting email. Amazing. You know, that's right about closed cart. And now I just use the same video because it's, it works. And you say that when they've been with you all week. So when you do live launch, do you go for something like a challenge rather than a webinar? You know what? I've called it both, but yes, it's, so it is like every day I do a live stream. I used to call it a challenge when we first launched, when I did it live, it was a challenge. Now it is a live, like a workshop. So day one, we do something. Day two, we do something. Day three, we do something. And it's a webinar. Yeah. So it turns into a. Okay. At the end. All right. I'll I'll get you back to talk all about that on a separate episode. (laughs) Now, on the the Evergreen webinar side, how do you go about keeping people to the end of the webinar? And do you know from your analytics where people tend to drop off or how many do stick it out to the end of the class? Let me pull this up really quickly because I don't know off the top of my head, but I have these good statistics from a while ago that tell us this. But what but I can tell you this, we have a surprising number of people who stay all the way like to 90%. I really didn't expect that, especially given that I don't know webinars just I have prior to this I hadn't done really webinars in like years, you know, and I I just keep hearing about how terrible the show up rate is but we actually had some good numbers really quickly. Let me see here. That is one of the great things about evergreen webinars, though. The show up rate is so much better because people can just register 
and watch, you know, yes. they don't have to remember to come along a week from today when they're actually meant to be doing something else. So, you know, typically an evergreen webinar show up rate is in excess of 50%, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're up there for sure. I can't find this. I can't find it right now. I, I'm going to give you the really generic answer and just say, it's really good, Meg. <laughs> it's really good. They stay, they show up and they stay for a long time. Now you guys, I, I noticed that you use Easy Webinar for your for your webinars, yes. and then you mm-hmm. um, you know get, you integrate that into Kajabi, so people can they can sign up for the webinar and they can choose their time and their day mm-hmm. and whatever you know is going to suit them the most. Why did you decide to go with the Easy Webinar Webinar option where people sort of choose from a day, even though it's not live? You know, like rather than just a, they register and they watch straight away. What was the thinking behind? We're going to give them a few options. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I really don't. I don't know why we chose to do it. But, I mean, I figured more options are better. I mean, I think most people now understand that they're not watching a live webinar. You know, like in the old days, like when, what was it, Ever Webinar was the first one to do this, they still, there were people who were like, oh, I'm so lucky. There's one starting in 15 minutes. Most people understand that it is not live. And so we have it so you can watch right now. And then the other thing we do later on in our nurture sequence is we just send it to them like as a video, like just watch it. Like whether you signed up for the webinar or not, we're still going to put the webinar in front of you. You know what I mean? Like we're going to, one way or the other, you're going to, we're going to put that webinar in front of you. So, I mean, I think it was the analytics of Easy Webinar, and I, I don't remember. That's I, I okay. Really do, you, do you get a feeling that most people do? Because when I was going through the funnel, I registered for a time, and then I landed on your amazing thank you page, which said something like, don't want to wait, you know, click this button, and you can watch it right now. And I'm one of those people, you know. I'm like, no, I just want to watch Me it too. now. I don't want to wait 23 minutes. So I just went straight through to the webinar. Do you get a feeling that more people go that on-demand, just like play right now option than going for a time slot? I do. I think I think we get more people that that do that. And I'm like that too. Because in 23 minutes, I'm already going to be doing something Absolutely. completely different. I I could be clear across town. I've left my office. I'm, I'm halfway through Trader Joe's, you know, so. The other thing I thought was great about your funnel was when I did click through to watch the webinar, you've combined the webinar and the sales page for the program. So it's like the webinars at the top and then it just launches straight into telling you all the amazing things about the Front Row CEO program. Whereas when I go through to watch the scheduled one in 23 minutes, I've got the webinar with a button, but I have to actually take the initiative to click the button and you know go over there to look True. at it. Well, that's good feedback. Thank you. Maybe we just do away with the scheduling altogether. I don't know. Well, I'll talk about it today actually with my consultant because I have a meeting today with her and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. Like, why do we do it that way? And what if we just got rid of scheduling altogether? And let's look at those statistics. So thank oh, you. Pleasure. Your, uh, your, your person, your technical person is not going to want to hear from me ever again. <laughs> not true. Not true. All right. So somebody registers for your webinar, they don't purchase on the spot. How many emails are we expecting in this follow-up sequence? Oh my gosh. That's a good, a lot. A lot. So many. Yeah. Like really a lot. Do you get a lot of unsubscribes? Do you feel like, oh, I'm sending them too many emails? You know, women are the worst for this. We're like, can't send them that many emails. Well, you know what? I feel that way during the live launch. 
you know, because there are people like the super engaged people on our list. I mean, I think they have gotten as many as four in a day and we will get people just totally pissed and they'll be like, this is ridiculous. You are spamming me like goodbye. And it kills me. I hate it. You know, I, I do wrestle with that so much. I'm just like, you know, sort of hitting send and like kind of like cringing at the same time. With the evergreen, we don't do that. The evergreen is going to just send you really awesome emails every day. So I, I'm okay with one every day. And I don't feel like that's too much. I feel like if I sent one a day every day for two months straight, uh, Frank Kearns does that. I actually did unsubscribe recently, though, because it was getting annoying. I'd like just seeing his name in my email box all the time. I'll probably resubscribe, though, because I'm so a bit entertained and curious by him. And, and we like to watch other marketers, right? But I think maybe 14. Yeah. Or 24. I don't even know. It's a lot. You're going to get a lot, but not in the same day. You're not going to get multiple a day. So I think hearing from someone who is providing value, albeit there's going to be sales stuff tucked in there, I think it's okay personally. And I I don't feel bad about that. Uh, I I think it would be an interesting thing to know. You probably don't know this off the top of your head, but how many people go through that evergreen webinar? They're not quite ready. And then when your live launch comes around, they sort of get swept up in the moment. They've been thinking on it and struggling with no VA for a few months. And then, you know, they, they all of a sudden feel ready the next time they see it presented. Whenever we do our debrief, it's so fascinating because of our live launch. When we debrief on our live launch, and we do this for each person who purchases during Evergreen, but when we do it, everybody who buys during the live launch, you know, it is so fascinating to see when they came in and where they came in. And the, and, and it's so interesting to see that many of them have been through mm-hmm. four or five launches and they're finally buying. Many of them have been wow. with me for almost 10 years and it's the first thing they ever purchased for me. It is just the craziest thing. You know, it's like, well, who knows? Looking at where they came from, when they decided to buy. On the evergreen end of things, we can see like they're tagged. So if they signed up for the webinar, you know, four months ago, and then they just purchased today, I mean, we can very easily see, you know, all the emails they received and all of that and which email they purchased from, which one was. But you could geek out on these analytics for forever. And it's a shame that I haven't. (laughs) That's okay. One last tech question, which is, what is your tech stack like to put this funnel together? You've got Kajabi, you've got Deadline Funnel to present your limited time offer, you've got Easy Webinar. I'm guessing you've got some Zapier zaps happening in the background. Oh, yeah. Zap all day long. Do you send your emails out of the Kajabi system? We send our emails actually out of ConvertKit. Internally, we send through Kajabi. Like once they're in, you know, every they get all the, internally. But we use ConvertKit for for everything else, and we use Thrivecart for our checkout page and our affiliates. Oh, you really have made it complicated. We've made it quite complicated, <laughs> yes, ma'am. But it's working well. So if it's working, don't change it. But I will say. You know, I am a Kajabi girl through and through. I love it. I know that all of this could be done beautifully in Kajabi and maybe we will come home and, you know, and simplify and bring it back to Kajabi. I just, it just happened, you know, I feel like I'm in confession right now with you, but you know, it's like, you know, it just, it just happened. I mean, I do think that Thrivecart offers you know, with their payments, their payment plans on their checkout page. But I know Kajabi will get there and because so many people are making noise about it that eventually they'll give that to us. And then I'll be able to not use Thrivecart anymore because I really do love keeping everything under one roof. I I don't know how I ended up 
you know. I look, I confess that I am a Thrivecart user as well. And when I moved to Europe, it just, it did so much better with managing that. But the other positive of using Thrivecart and you have affiliates too, is that it just auto pays your affiliates whenever you've set it to pay them rather than having to go in and manually remember to run the report and pay the money. So definitely some some big positives that come out of the Thrivecart. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. One last question for you, Jen, for those people who are listening and thinking, yes, I think I could put an evergreen webinar funnel into my business to sell my program. Any businesses out there where you feel it works perfectly for and others where you're like, no, I wouldn't go down an evergreen webinar funnel route if I was you? I mean, I would just say generally speaking that if I personally think it's probably really important that if whatever you have now offers support and uh, access to you, that you really must, if you cannot find a way to incorporate that some way, somehow into an evergreen model, if you're going to keep it the same price, right? Like I'm not talking going from that to self-study or whatever, but if you're going to try to sell the same thing, I think that is just the most important thing to remember as opposed to a particular industry or type of business or anything else. I mean, nothing is, you know, I I think that's just the most important consideration because everybody is chasing this evergreen dream and it's just like, woo, you know, really like just hold I didn't even allow myself to think about it really for a long time because I remember watching someone at a mastermind that I was a part of. They brought in a guest speaker and, you know, she had a million dollar business, but she gave us all the numbers of her evergreen funnel and how much she spent on ads. They were basically pretty much by the end, at the end of the year, they were pretty much breaking even and it was an enormous amount of work. She didn't tell us not to do it, but my takeaway was, well, do I really want to complicate my business that much to just be breaking even? Mm. And I also at that time didn't have front row CEO. So there was nothing in my business. I had courses, but nothing I thought I wanted to develop to that degree. Well, let me ask you, is there a business that that shouldn't do evergreen in your mind? For me, I think it really is the stage that you're at with your business. I really caution my new students of going straight to the evergreen model. And that's something we spoke about at the beginning, but it's just, you know, so many people looking for the easy route and they don't want to go through the live launches and they're nervous about doing a live webinar. And, you know, they just think, well, I'm just going to record it in the quiet of my own home with nobody watching me. And it's not going to be nerve wracking at all. And I'll put it out there and I'll sell it. Like, well, you know, even if you could record the Evergreen webinar in such a way that it converted, a lot of those people at those early stages haven't given any thought to how they're going to drive traffic to this Evergreen webinar. You know, it's like, well, it's one thing to have an Evergreen funnel set up, but you have to have a continual traffic strategy to it, or you're not going to be making any sales at all. Whereas with a live launch, you know, it it brings its own momentum and people share it for you and there's hype, you know, there's, there's juice, there's launch juice that just brings those sales and you don't get that with Evergreen. And I think a lot of people forget about the, the extra bits that are needed when they're putting together that Evergreen funnel. I completely agree. The stage at where you are in your business is like really important mm. before even thinking about an evergreen. Yeah. And then and then when you are at the right stage, I mean, it can sell so many things. You're using it to sell a signature program, which I think is wonderful because so often we just see it selling like a 
$47 or a $97 low ticket thing. And, you know, that's obviously going to have a higher conversion because of the price point, but being able to use it so successfully to enroll into your high ticket programs, I mean, you do it so well. And I think anyone who is listening to this should just go over to your website and we're going to put all the links below this episode, but head over to your website, pick a funnel, any funnel, and uh, all roads lead to the Evergreen webinar and you will just be absolutely in awe of everything that Jen has put into place in her funnel. I mean, the webinar itself is amazing. If you're wondering where to start and crafting a webinar that will keep people engaged right to the end, give value, and then perfectly transition into selling your paid program, go and take some notes. But, you know, even before you get to the webinar, just all the wonderful lead magnets and freebies that you have available, it's just, you've given so much thought to it. It's just like, it's been perfectly executed, Jen. Wow. Well, coming from you, I'm so flattered. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me, really. You know, thank you very, very, very much. I appreciate that. You deserve it. I'm always on the lookout for people who are doing it well, you know, the the perfect examples. And, you know, it's just, you've obviously had a few years of doing this to to get it, you know, running as as well as it is. I'm no spring chicken. So, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, on that note, that really is a, a good tip that you gave your listeners and your viewers in that, and, and like I mentioned with like Frank Kern, a really good idea to, you know, set up funnel folders in your Gmail or whatever email service provider you use. Once you identify the people who are doing it well, even if it's not a niche that you're in, just, you know, when you see an ad that you like, you know, grabbing a screenshot, putting it in that folder. And then um, I have folders, I have a, a main folder that says marketers, marketers I love, I love or talented marketers or something like that. And then a folder for various people or various launches. And then I have have it set up, you know, to automate that Gmail automatically will, you know, label those and stick them into the right folders. And then when I need ideas or I just, you know, I'm like, hey, what do they do about this problem? Let, let me take a look. And, and just following people in their funnels and seeing like how, how people are doing it and what's working for them. It's, it's, it's the best education you can get. It's better than signing up for a lot of these courses, you know, because you're absolutely and so many people trying to reinvent the wheel. But you know, I just call it like, you just need to be Sherlock Holmes, go and put on your Sherlock Holmes hat and go and watch how other people who, you know, are successful are doing it. Exactly. And the other thing I will say about that is when you do find someone and let's say you buy their course or, or, or their program and, you know, let's say it's a, it's a program about how to do a webinar, do what they tell you to do. Like, because they're, you literally are paid, they have done it well. They really are the expert. And so for, for whatever you think about some of these people out there, if you thought enough of them to purchase from them, right? And then, so you've obviously done your homework before you purchase. So you know, they're legit. And then you buy the, like, do the program, do what they tell you to do. And I think I will toot my own horn and say that I've always been good about that. Um, if I'm learning from someone about webinars, I pick that person, I follow what they say, and I do it because it works. They're telling me things that work. They're giving me their recipe. So it would just be dumb for me not to follow it. So I do that. Now, over here, there's this other person talking about webinars. Uh, no, no, you cannot come in. You know, you cannot come in right now because this is what I am doing. You know, and I, and, and, and I think that is just so important because there are so many people doing this very well. A lot of people are doing it 
different ways. For the most part, we're all kind of doing the same thing, but subtle differences in styles and philosophies. Some people think evergreen is the stupidest thing ever. They only believe in live webinars. What's her face? Kelly Roach only does live, right? That's what she teaches. That's become her niche. Good for her. She probably doesn't think evergreen is stupid, but I mean, she that is her, that's her thing, right? And then on the other end, there's evergreen people. They just teach evergreen and they're just like, why waste your time? And then there's those of us who are smart and we believe in both, <laughs> you know, a mixture of both. But I'm just saying like, follow what the people tell you, do what they tell you to do. Don't try to re <gasps> Oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be in a Zoom call right now with my community. <laughs> okay, guys, Jen's got to go. I've kept her over time, but we're putting all the links below this episode. Get into her free Facebook group. It gives amazing value. Go and get all her lead magnets, sign up for her evergreen webinar, and hopefully I will see you over inside of the front row CEO. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast episode on evergreen webinars as a strategy that can either stand alone or work as a hybrid tied into your live launch schedule, but only after you've polished your webinar to the point where it's actually converting live. If you'd like to learn more about the lovely Jen and her front row CEO program, or you'd like to study more closely how she attracts people into her webinar, start by downloading her VA task list or ebook and watching how she runs her webinar with a crazy high show up rate. And if you'd like to join us for a live funnel building masterclass, where I show you how to build out your evergreen webinar funnel on Kajabi and give you all the resources to make it happen, why not join us inside of Funnel Club?